Weinstein Company logo means start. What do you What do you think of the Weinstein Company logo, Moj? It communicates W. <laughs> it really does sell that W in a big bad way. Welcome to the Clerks 2 uh, cast commentary track. Casting, I guess we should say crew because you're not really cast. Well, you're in the movie too. I am. That's right. I'm representing the day players. Um, I'm Kevin Smith. Over there, that's Scott Mosier, and everybody go around. Who are you, sir? I'm Jason Muse. And next to you? I'm Trevor Furman. I play Elias in the movie. Good call, because anyone watching this probably <laughs> wouldn't figure that out. They'd be like, Trevor Furman. Just, who are you, sir? Brian Holleran, who's opening the shutters to expose fire. And expose your backside, too. Yeah, There's well. a lot of skin there. It was kind of kind of a nudity shot. Yeah, well, and I didn't get that bonus. No, shot. and you had a clause in your contract about no skin. <laughs> Damn. Next to him, Jeff Anderson. I play Elias's mentor, Randall. I would have went with mentor, but <laughs> mentor's fine. I'm from Jersey. That's the way we roll. <laughs> mentor's the fresh maker. And next to you, Jennifer Schwalbach. And who do you play? Emma Bunting. Meaning that the tone's been set for who we all play. Yeah, um, I criticized me for that at the beginning. I know. Of the I know. Well, he he did it. Some mountain. Maybe you should say who you are. As no, well. I'd rather not. <laughs> Keep it. Let him guess. I would hope people know. So uh, right up here, we got the opening of the flick, which uh, critically, a, a lot of people seem to like. Even people that didn't like the rest of the movie seem to like the very beginning and the very end, which leads me to believe that if we'd made this a five-minute movie. Genius. The quick stop. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, exactly. It burns down and then it's like one year later it reopens. Um, you guys are returning. Twelve, really, it's 12 years since Between the Movies came out, 13 years since we actually shot the flick. What, uh, what Did you jump on it right away or no? Were you into it or not? I was. You know, I, I like these characters. I, I, and I'm a working actor, so to be a co-star what does that mean a working actor uh i do a lot of theater i'm always looking for more work that's my main you know income is acting so is there such a thing as a non-working actor well yeah there are day players that would be me (laughs) (laughs) and now we get to me uh i was not interested because i am a non-working actor (laughs) who's very uncomfortable on film (laughs) do you really not uh i mean i is there anybody that likes looking at themselves in the movie any movie? Let's but let's say this one. Oh, I love to look at myself. I, yeah, I know. I genuinely do, actually. Do you enjoy your performance? Yeah, I get a do you have a Ben Affleck of... approach to your work, where it's you're just, just like cool to see yourself on, you know, like tw- thirty feet high or whatever? Like I got a kick out of it. You like being tall? Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Schwabach? Oh, I hate it. Why? Too critical. I always think of that's a chick thing. A different way I should have done it, or said it, or sounded, or looked, or what about something. the aesthetic? I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> that part doesn't matter. At, at this point, no. Why? Mm-hmm. Why at this point? I, at what point did it matter? I'm 35 and, you know, have a kid, mother, wife, acting as... I, I'm not a working actor. I am more of a housewife mother. Right. And uh, I don't know. I just... The, the looks thing, I don't know. Not prioritized as much as, like, the acting. So the, I what, wanna do when well, you watch your stuff, well. you get bugged by just looking at your performance? Yeah, the performance. That's weird. Anyone else get bugged watching their stuff? For me, I know when we shot the original Clerks, because um. I had never done anything, and when I watched the original Clerks and the first time I saw the screening of that, I thought you dubbed in another voice. Like, <laughs> that was the weird thing to me, was the voice. Club. I was like, who <laughs> is the person speaking so slow and retarded? That's not me. But apparently that's me. 
You're like Homer Simpson in that one episode of The Simpsons where he's like, that's not what my voice sounds like. <laughs> and he's like, record your voice. He's like, hey, this is Homer Simpson. <laughs> you're, 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 that doesn't sound like you. I watched First Clark. It totally sounds like you. Well, I mean, now I've become accustomed to it, and that's probably... I never really get recognized from the movies until I'm talking to somebody, and right. then it's like, wait a minute, I know that voice. Um, Do you think but, you get recognized more visually or by the voice? Always by the voice. Really? You have Very rarely voice. visually. It's that hair with the hat on it, the hat with the hair on it. <laughs> totally throws everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, this stuff, uh, most of the movie was shot in Buena Park uh, out in California, but this, of course, was shot right in front of the, the quick stop. And uh, going back to the quick stop, we, we kind of saved all the quick stop shooting for the last week of the show. And for me, I remember the last, the very last shot we shot was the very last shot in the movie. And I had this distinct feeling of like, it's been 12, 13 years. We, I can't get, I cannot fucking get away from this store. <laughs> I just my life always comes back there. And granted, that's my choice, but still, it felt, it feels like there's a nice sense of going full circle in terms of like it kind of ends where it begins. Well, at least for you, you've done other movies where you've been away from the store. I literally can't get away from the store. Anytime I'm in front of the camera, I'm at that store. I think secretly, I just want my old job back because it was a pretty easy ride. Five bucks an hour under the table and all the shit you can eat and the bosses were never around, TV, VCR. Nowadays, it would probably be TV, DVD player, maybe a combo, maybe a computer. Back in those days, there wasn't even a laptop when we shot the first one. So I imagine this time around, if I was still working the store, I'd have a laptop. Um, and nothing would get done. You would have never written <laughs> no. a script because you'd be totally on YouTube and everything else all day long. I would watch other people's videos and whatnot. See, they, or, that's, that's going to date it, YouTube. No, no man, YouTube's can't. forever. But trapped in the closet isn't? I don't know. We had an yeah, argument before it began. It. Boy, it, it they didn't told take me before long we started the out. commentary track that I couldn't mention. We had the before. argument about Trevor's been going off about trapped in the closet for almost close to a year straight now. <laughs> and um, he's fascinated by it. And we said, don't talk about it on the commentary track because you'll date it. Because what happens, people watch this 20 years in the future like, what's trapped in the closet? But <laughs> I said trapped in the closet is forever. And you believe that we'll it'll be around. We'll see which one lasts longer. If you're listening to this 10 years, from, if you're listening to this in 2016, <laughs> um, and you know, and you don't know what trapped in the closet is. It's that R. Kelly series of videos and whatnot. If right. you're listening to this in November and don't know what trapped <laughs> in the closet is, <laughs> musicals. Your first time on 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 camera in this flick, um, and you've played this guy six times, um, almost in a row. Any difference this time around? Well, big difference this time around, which we all know is what sober. Any difference playing sober Jay as opposed to Jay under the influence? And and, and the influence should, yeah, or just actually playing him. What? But just actually playing the part. <laughs> well, Apparently not. Apparently there's no difference what? between when you were using no, saying, and not using. Are you using. saying is there a difference in me? Me being sober and playing Jay, or you're saying playing Jay as a sober character? No, you being sober and playing Jay. See, why don't you just say that instead of trying to? Well, now that me. we've got it cleared out, why don't you fucking why take? Why don't you address the topic rather? We could fight off. Why are you trying to make you me sound stupid? I didn't. I was trying to clear it up, but you. But be honest, you did sound stupid. That's why I had to really clear cool it up. Guy. I'm questioning his sobriety right now. Why don't we just clear it up? Are I you sober stupid. right now? <laughs> there it is. Now that that's established. Guys, and they don't appear in the film. See, we're talking about us. I just like to break the tension with mentor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, so stupid Jay, what is the the <laughs> difference between playing uh, Jay while you were 
using or or not using. And when you and not just using, like in the first time you did clerks, it's not like you were using drugs; you were drinking. But yeah, I was uh, drinking and smoking. Not not a lot. Were you not high? Lot, not so much, but more drinking. But I was smoking a little bit. Was there a noticeable difference? I found in terms of you being not so much the performance, but just being on the set, you didn't seem to want to get off the set as much as you did in the past. Back yeah. in the day, you'd want be like, "Are we done? I want to go." And this time, you, we couldn't get you off set. You'd hung out even when you weren't shooting. Um, what did you feel? I feel the same way. Right on. Moving on. <laughs> can, can you fill in a little more than that? Uh, no. No. I mean, no, yeah, that's how, yeah, I wanted to get back, back in the day, I always seemed to want to get off, because I wanted to either get off, if I wasn't doing drugs, if I was drinking, I'd want the day to end, so I can go out clubbing or drinking, mm -hmm. and uh, when I was doing drugs, using drugs while, while we were shooting, I'd want to get back to my trailer, so I can do that next bump, or whatever I was doing. So this time, time around, in lieu of drugs, what would you do when you weren't on camera? How did you spend your downtime? Uh, on this last one, mm -hmm. go watch Twenty One Jump Street. Why that? Because that's what I bought at the that's time. That's true. I used to Twenty One Jump Street box sets came out, and I went and bought them all and watched. And I'd mess around on the internet. And yeah. you played Lord, Battle, Lord, Bat, Lord of the Rings Battle for yeah. Middle Earth. and played Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth. Now, are we that? dating you by <laughs> mentioning all those titles just out of curiosity? It's too late. <laughs> Once we've opened the R. Kelly coffin, or, or it's all out there. Twenty One Jump Street and music. Twenty One Jump Street awesome. makes it even older. Um, the, uh, you would also, I remember one time you, uh, you would, you watched the, uh, Rosario's, uh, Alexander performance on a loop. I did. <laughs> Is that accurate? Well, not a loop, but I did, I had to check it. After I met her in person, I want, cause I didn't really remember that scene. I had watched the movie late night a long time, you know, so I was like, so yeah, I had to go back and, and peep out those breasts. I remember you coming up to her specifically and being like, I just watched you. And Alexander. <laughs> creepy like that, right? Yeah. Now. But like, oh, that would have been creepy enough, but then I you were like, and I jerked off. And she was oh, like, I thanks. Tell it. Yeah. She, she knows. She, she had a Rosario Dawson Alexander Film Festival in his room. And which lasted all of like 10 seconds. I waited until she came in the room to tell her, too. I wanted to make sure, like, she was in my room, she saw the DVD, and I stared her in her face and said, <laughs> I just watched you naked. <laughs> did you get along? Did anyone not get along with Rosario? Rosario's not here today because I don't know what she's doing. But she didn't get along with somebody. <laughs> yeah. She's like, he's coming, I ain't coming. Um, everyone, anyone not get along with her? She's pretty easy to get along with. She's a great chick. I, I had one little thing with her, though. What was it? It was dish. Little, it was little. This is rem reminiscent of the little time I inadvertently offended Jason Lee on set, which is another. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I told you about that. That's the thing. How did you? Inadvertently... I'll tell. Well, I'll remind me when he comes up on. on Hit it now, sir. Well, it's well, I want to do Rosario first. All right. So she. she... <laughs> no, no, no. I want to do Rosario. First. You sound like Muse. Well, listen, I'll let Muse decide which one I do first. <laughs> which one should I do, Muse? I didn't know that you. I don't know which one's which I, one's better. I'll do Rosario. So I, she. The uh, uh, we we were in the makeup trailer, mm. and one of the makeup girls had brought the Rent CD, uh -huh. and because uh, she I was just in that movie Rent. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was just in the movie Rent, and I think she must have heard uh, second or third hand or something that I am not a big fan of Rent. Not the movie. I didn't even see the movie. Just like, the show. Yeah, just the show. I think it's a little bit cheesy or whatever but you know like no, nothing against Rosario I think Rosario is a really you swallowed cheesy you were like yeah, I think it was a little bit right? cheesy Rosario's not I do think Rosario is a good actress and I, I really like her and everything but so it's like nothing personal against her but I just don't really like Rent and so she must have I told somebody that and she must have heard that you know whatever uh, so we're listening to the Rent CD, and it's, you know I'm not like saying anything about it I had the the jacket 
open and I was reading it and there's that picture of Jonathan Larson mm-hmm. on the back of it and I was like, uh, that guy's dead. You know, just saying it like like a fact, statement of fact, like that guy's dead. And she kind of like, I think combined with her foreknowledge that I didn't like Rent, thought that I was saying that in this really snide way. Mm-hmm. And so she got... And to her credit, she did it in kind of a pseudo-honorable way, but she got a little bit defensive or, or like, started trying to defend him or something and was like, well, may-, she said something like, maybe someday you'll uh, you'll do something, um, you know, uh, good. Or, I can't remember exactly what she said. It wasn't, like, bitchy or anything, but it was like, maybe someday you'll do something, you know, worthwhile like he did. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And she was like, well, what is that supposed to mean? Like, he's dead. And I was like, oh, he's dead. That's sad. That's all I was saying. And then she was like, oh, that was that. That was the only time well, I ever that got into. We were waiting for. That story goes nowhere. Yeah. You know what? You're no longer stupid, Jay. You are stupid, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole point was that I was trying to explain that Rosario is such a great chick that that's the only thing that I was. And for the record, Jeez. I'm no longer your mentor. Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to say something nice, and it's Kelly would work better than talking about death on a commentary. Now you probably don't want to hear my Jason Lee story. Oh, now we can say bring up because somebody we got that these... he respects that died. We've got these two cats on the swing, so we might as well dress it because you guys are both here. So uh, this scene, scene 16, took the longest to shoot in the entire movie because it was broken up over a period of weeks. We didn't get to shoot it. Most times you shoot a scene, you shoot it all in one day, maybe two days, unless you're doing an action movie and it takes a very, very long time. But in an all-dialogue movie, it's, it's very rare that you shoot a, one scene over the course of multiple days. But for some reason, we kept losing light. There were weather elements and whatnot. We had to break this scene up over the period of weeks. Um, but fuck all that. You guys just had to sit there and make out for a long period of time. Was it awkward for either of you? Um, a bit. You know, when your friend slash boss is asking you to, uh, I want you to make out with my wife mm-hmm. uh, numerous times uh, while I film it right. and watch. Right. It's kind of odd. You know, uh, but uh, Jen is fantastic to work with, and, you know, we talked beforehand, and it was all cool and fine. It's just, yeah, it's kind of odd. At first, when the first couple of takes that were not getting right because it was the big crane shot, and and then I realized there was nobody behind the monitor except you, I'm like, are we even shooting this, Kev, or is this just for your own gratification? That was for private stock. (laughs) I kept that and and the alley larder makeup. Right, I was saying, stuff stuff that never was supposed to make it. Um, What did you feel? I think it was far more torturous for Jay than anyone. He gets super <laughs> yeah, uptight got, about it. Yeah, Muse got more <laughs> uptight than, than I did. I didn't get uptight at all. I was like, oh, this, this is it. You know, we've got to shoot it. It's in the movie and whatnot. Um, but Muse would come over and be like, you're going to let this shit happen? <laughs> Why the fuck look at him? He's I kissing her, dude. I thought one take was good enough. <laughs> and I don't think there should have been so much tongue. There was dude. no tongue. Yeah, dude, you were trying to slip her fucking tongue. Matter of fact, step outside, bitch. <laughs> A year later, he's still uptight about it. I saved tongue for you, and you know it. When we were on the press tour, I got that question so many times. People were like, is it weird to watch your wife make out with your friend? I was like, not not really. But this would be the third movie that you've written a a kiss in. That's true. You did it with Jason Biggs as well as the other one in in Jersey Mm -hmm. Girl. Uh, the movie that dare not you speak its him. name. <laughs> I do. I'm a voyeur, man. I'm a total watcher. I'm like, I preferably I watch from beneath a glass table and jerk off. But <laughs> unfortunately, 
We had to shoot it, so hey, I look. couldn't bring the glass table in here. There are little glass tables in here. They're too little. Um, but I, for some reason, that, that was, I mean, I guess people didn't have that many questions to ask about the movie itself because they would always ask that question. There are certain questions you always get asked, and, and that was definitely one of them. And I was just like, come on, think of something a little better than that. Like, at least ask me, did it get hard? Did she get wet? Because then I'd be like, well, what the, well, let well, me think I, about it. That's the nervous wrote, thing about it. It's like, you don't want that launch sequence to start because next thing you know, I'm out and Seth Green's in or something <laughs> in my place. Oh, yeah, you Green. also wrote me kissing your mother-in-law, right? Which is, we no, just You're saw. sick. That's so. right. You want to see all the women in I told you, I'm a lawyer. That's, <laughs> that's not sick. That's just my way. That's my freak. That's how I get my freak on. <laughs> how do you get your freak on? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Stu back to stupid Jay. <laughs> I don't want. Um, You've got some weird kinks. I mean, I don't want to see anyone that I care about kissing anyone else but me. But that's probably insecurity. really so. You've got a girlfriend. Paranoia. and I cast her in a movie, and I'm like, she's got to kiss Trevor. You get a little tight about it, even though it's just a performance. Oh, you would lose your mind. That wouldn't even you have would, it. Yeah. I don't want. <laughs> it wouldn't even happen, sir. She wouldn't Move on. Move. <laughs> I don't even want to pretend. <laughs> I'm getting a little upset. I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, and uh, so here you are finally in the movie. And you're very new to, to, to the Viewsk universe. Yes. But not new to film. You've done. I saw you the first time I saw you was in Jeff's, Jeff's movie, movie, Now You Know. Yeah. Um, um, how was it when, when uh, you got, who told you first? Was it Jeff or Jeff. me? Jeff called me out of the blue. Uh, I was working at my uncle's uh, business, and uh, it was it was a job that I really wasn't enjoying very much. There's Mosher. Yes, Mosher. Yeah. Quick, say it. I... Don't look at his wee wee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that part. Still don't look at his wee wee. Uh, that is one of my finest hours. Uh, anyway, so I was with my uncle, working at my uncle's uh, business, and I really it was a job that I really didn't like very much, and I was kind of like. Sort of on the verge of, I wouldn't say I was really like outright going to quit acting, like I wasn't going to actively quit, but it was just like I could kind of see it sort of atrophying and going away because I was tired of the whole process. And then Jeff called me and and uh, you know told me about about Clerks too, and I've sort of jumped on the jumped on the chance. Like what was funny about it though is I guess you kind of Jeff later told me that you would ask him like why haven't have you asked Trevor yet about this Clerks too? And Jeff was like, no, because I know that you guys are going to. Say that it's going to go then here, you know, it's going to get pushed back. Yeah, and pushed we were back. supposed to start earlier than we did. So Jeff actually waited like, what did you wait, <coughs> like a year or something? Or Yeah, it was like seven or eight years. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of the way when it, when it first came up. I, I think the first time I got the script from you, mm. it was you gave me the script, and yes, I was interested in reading it, but at the time that you gave me the script, you said, you know, not all, not only do you read the script just for the story of Clerks 2, but I want you to, when you're reading it, think about Trevor as Elias. Mm. And that was actually more exciting to me, was <laughs> to read like, it for the Elias me, character. But I yeah. want to read about this guy. Uh, you know, and, and I sort of expected that character to be the same character that you had seen in Now You Know, right. because that was, you know, you obviously saw Trevor in that and you thought something for this, so I expected the character to be very much the same. And in reading it, it was a totally different character, but... I, I saw Trevor doing it. You saw it was weird because when I was writing it, I saw him doing it as well because I was I wrote the part with him in mind. Remember when I had, thought I had a hernia? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. You were very easily injured on the set. You were you were a series of maladies, and 
And uh, just all psychosomatic injuries where you're like, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to die in two days. We had to install one of those old people chairs on the stairs of the days in just to get him down from his room. He had to sit in a chair. And there was a medical, medical alert beeper on that, that ring chain around his neck. I, I, I constantly had a megaphone that was like, help. But didn't you actually call Kevin up at home yeah, on his cell phone really and tell him that? I thought that I was hurting and I wasn't going to be able to do the thing. Well, that was where a little education is a dangerous thing because he, he, uh, we did that, you know, the yank back stunt with the rope and then um he's like i'm pretty sure i got a hernia from that no no well, it wasn't that, from and that. i was playing like i climbed up uh, i climbed up a pole that was it <laughs> i climbed up a pole and fell or something like that but, like, but he's like i went to webmd and i read that you can die from this so i think i'm gonna die in 24 hours it was a real doa scenario where he's like you got 24 hours to finish the movie well the beauty of the whole thing is in any movie like an independent film you would have just done it but because this was a Hollywood movie, mm. we had somebody to train him. He had like a big protecting thing was, on. The, the cord was, was there. Was there was like a big that, foam mat. It, it like it a, couldn't have been any safer. <laughs> like there's no way the you could have The guy who's equivalent to that bear suit the dude wears in that one documentary, <laughs> Project Grizzly. He was so fucking protected, and then somehow he managed to injure himself. That guy who taught me how to do the Gary shot, Jensen. He is the guy who swings across the chasm with Princess Leia. Yes. Which I thought was kind of cool that he was teaching me how to fall down. And, and then, yet you still managed to get <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Jesus. And at the end of the day, did you have any herniated condition? No, there was no. It was just a pulled muscle. I overreacted. No. <laughs> I did a little bit. You, you were like, I, I said it before. Pull it. <laughs> <laughs> I said it before. I will say it again, ask sir. Gonna, ask me if I want to come over there and show you my muscles right now, Jim. <laughs> you were like a poodle. On the set, as as skittish and as dis, as easily distracted as a poodle. That's not true. I'm yeah, not. definitely. You were very Kevin once convinced his daughter when we were on the when we were on the press tour because Kevin and I went like to a few cities together. He once convinced his daughter over the phone through sheer rhetoric that I was <laughs> thoroughly convinced her that I was actually, in fact, a poodle. Yeah, she still believes it to this day. She buys it, I, even though the hair is not curly or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's not too difficult to to, to to convince anybody. So there's Rosario, who's not here today, but boy, did we love her, and she's great in the movie. She's the uh, beating little heart of this movie um, and, and uh, did a phenomenal job, and boy, she came loaded for bear, except uh, like on that first day of rehearsal, she showed up, and she was, um, I guess, a little more casual about it until she found like Jeff was pretty much off book, and... Everybody was kind of doing almost on-camera performances, which wasn't true of five minutes prior to her getting there because we were all sitting around rehearsing, and everyone was still kind of goofing off. The moment she walked in the room, it was like everybody, all the actors, I should say, collectively sucked in their guts because <laughs> they were like a pretty girl on set. Literally. <laughs> um, and suddenly everyone the whole room turned into a room full of Olivier's. Everyone was like top-notch and whatnot. And she said that made her jump up her game. But um, it was cool of her to do the movie because she's a rising star and, and or, or a star period, and um, you know who does who does clerks, let alone clerks too, you know <laughs> where, where your career is kind of on the move. But she wound up getting some really cool notices out of the movie, so I guess it kind of worked out for her. Um, this scene is a scene where people uh, one of the highlights of the flick. This Lord of the Rings and Donkey Show were three things that mm -hmm. people always talk about. Is the the tuck scene was it difficult for you, sir, to? Uh, to throw the gear back? No, no, I've done that a few times in my life. I've talked my you, penis. You, and you were doing back. the tuck before Silence of the Lambs, actually. So much so that when me and Brian Johnson went to see Silence of the Lambs, we were just like, he's doing a muse. Because <laughs> you've been doing that tuck thing for, for ages. 
You used to love to talk. I still do. <laughs> I put in a feature. I'm so, I still love still it so much. It. I think it's it's oddly sexy when you're naked and all tucked back. I'm like, that's the perfect version of Jay. Because you can hang out with him, bullshit with him, and every once in a while you can throw him a bone and be like, let's fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got a mangina. Let's do it. Um, was it weird to do it on the set? Um, yeah, no, nah, a little bit. I was I think more concerned with my ass coming out. Why so your ass? Um, because my ass is pretty disgusting. In what Can way? But we saw your ass pressed against that? the glass. Yeah. But it was pressed against... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Brian, no, but, Brian remembers that against... part. <laughs> Very well. It was against the glass, and it's through, like... It you're really not concentrating on that. They're doing their scene, so you sit on that, and you're not focused on my bunk piece. Do you think anywhere, somewhere... But it's somewhere... also pressed against glass, so you can't see, like, the stretch marks and, like, the pale... It's like I real disagree. Pale I would imagine marks. if you look closer, you'd probably you see the stretch marks even like, more no a lot of action back there a lot of junk in that trunk <laughs> um do you think in what some happened? weird what are you talking about he said why do you have stretch marks would you have I'm a doing kid? a whole lot of fucking a lot of this movement stretches your ass out <laughs> you'll get that one day wouldn't son. that get you more tone <laughs> you'll get that one day sorry can i see that moving again I that. wow that's a weird it's like you're doing the worm <laughs> now we know why you're so good at that <laughs> Do you think uh, somewhere down the road, uh, Rosario puts that ass against the glass scene on a loop and jerks off to you? <laughs> Does it ever get flipped more when she comes up to you one day? Tuck. You think so? Yeah. You think she ever comes up to you and she's like, I was just watching your ver your, your scene the <laughs> well, same you way you did I've her. seen her since then and she has told me that. Did she? Yeah. Fill in, sir. Dish. She told me that she... No. <laughs> no. She didn't Couldn't say Couldn't carry it through. I have seen her, but... But she didn't mention I ran once. into her at a beach, which was really random. What at Mal beach? In Malibu. She was having a party for, like, something, Latinos, something, I don't she know. She lives up there, I think. No, she doesn't. They rented the house. Area. You don't know. <laughs> you're like Brian. She, like, I talked to her today. She told me she lives there. <laughs> yeah, no, you're I all full here. of shit. No one talks <laughs> to her, okay? Motherfuckers. <laughs> you're like, I, I talk to her every night. Um, no, but I ran into her at a beach. She rented a house for some Latino, oh, something. I like what I do here. And you ran into okay, her? let's talk more about this. Wait, so you finished <laughs> your story. You ran Trevor into likes her? what he does like here. You ran into here. her, you chit-chat. What do you yes. do? I said, hey. And that was I it. Watched, I watched Ag Alexander again and spanked. Just had to come <laughs> here and like let you know again. this. All the way to Malibu to the beach to let you know that I masturbated to you yet again. And this time it was really nice. I would imagine you she... said that to her at her Latino beach party. <laughs> it really was. It was how did you, you get in? You're not Latino. Um, I, I looked Latino at the time. I had some special effects makeup on and speedos, speedos. And were you busting Gold. a little two in one homes? No, no. <laughs> Button your no, top. No, I was. It was right shirt. on the beach, and I was at this house like two doors down, seeing. And uh, I saw Cliff Collins on the beach and ran down and jerked him off, and we were talking. And he said, "Oh, Rosario's having this party," and I said, "Oh, I want to say what's up." And it's no big deal. It's sort of lame. So let's go back to this. We're a homeboy from Alias. One of my favorite characters of Alias. Kevin Wiseman. Yes, sir. Home or homeboy, as he's known in some circles. <laughs> he is known as homeboy in some circles. Uh, yeah, he came in and did a great job, man. He was uh, originally, at, we were going after Dave Cross, I believe. Yeah. And Dave yeah. Cross was wanted to, but it was a he schedule was thing. He was still doing Arrested Development. <laughs> and so uh, we went, I think it was, was it Alex? Was it your old lady? Yeah. The, the now present 
Mrs. Mosier. Scott yeah. got married a few days yeah. ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Another one bites the dust. Now that's on a commentary. Yeah, <laughs> now it's official. Now, now. Your wedding is dated. <laughs> um, was she the one that suggested? Was she was watching Alias at the time? She was watching at the time. She was Netflixing all of Alias. So I would come in and she would tell me to be really quiet. Because you can't talk when she's watching TV, but um, and yet you still married her. I did. Well, <laughs> hi, honey. Shut <laughs> up. I'm watching Alias. <laughs> We're getting married soon. <laughs> okay. This guy's the coolest. He's one of the coolest guys that I've, I've probably ever worked with. He's just a really congenial. It's a nice thing to say with yeah. everybody here. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck, yeah, Trevor? Really I've worked with you a number of times now. Yeah, like the Trevors are. I swear to God. No wonder he's insulting the whole room today. Why is, he, <laughs> why is he jerk off? No reason. Um, can I ask some? Why, do you think people, it bothers people when you're like, well, we wanted David Cross, but we had to settle for. No, because it wasn't a matter. But I didn't say we settled. You didn't we say you settled, Cross, but you're but pretty then, much. Well, there's a list. I mean, aside, aside from a case like you and Brian and Jeff, it's like there are parts to be filled. So, you know, you go to but some you person. you said I'd rather go with David Cross. But I didn't say I'd rather. I said we went to David Cross first. No, I didn't at all. I said we went to David Cross first. David Cross couldn't do it, and then we were looking for somebody else, and then Kevin no, Wiseman came up. I wanted to go with John such and such and Bill such and such, but I Believe guess me, right got about now, I'm wishing I'd went with fucking Seth Green for you, <laughs> sir. Um, you that's just the nature of the game. You've been blessed in as much as you keep getting a part writ for you, but some part, some I people have to, sometimes you go for someone you want, Rosario wasn't even the first person we went for for Becky. All right, it, it, it was more of a question. I wasn't first person we went balls, to was really Bryce. Was asking, do I'm you think it bothers people, and I'm telling you, and no, I don't think it does. But I, but I told you, I don't think it does bother. And then you're like, no, wait, let me pick at this wound a little more. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't think it does. Well, talk to the other to actors. To quote a line people, from the movie, will you two just fucking get it over <laughs> with? <laughs> if there's, if, uh, if uh, you've been an actor, you've been an actor, you've been an actor who went for auditions for for other movies and shit like that. Right. Does it ever bother you if you get a part that, like, they went to somebody else first? Uh, or are you just happy wanna, you got a part? I don't want to aggravate an already touchy situation, but I have this, I've had, I've had this exact, exact experience where I was, I've had it actually a number of times, where I was cast, like, the third person cast for the same role. Mm -hmm. And it, that, that not only does it not bother me, like, I feel, like, exhilarated in a way, in a sort of twisted way that I, like, that other guy, I took it from him. Totally. Like, I, from the jaws of it being over there, I was like, no, it's mine. And also, there's no, an no, instance no, of work is work, question. too. I'm, I'm not, that ain't the same thing, because I'm not saying he didn't take it from dude. He just, the other guy couldn't do it. So he was next no, that's in line. What I mean, I just But technically, oh, maybe he did oh, take okay. it. But technically, maybe he did take it from dude because let's say we were so dialed in on David Cross, we're like, all right, we'll move the schedule around and make it work mm -hmm. for him. But instead, we were like, hey, let's look at Kevin Wiseman because Moser's old lady brought it up. And then we were like, oh, let's go with him instead. So technically, you could say that he did razzle it away from dude. Sometimes it's uh. not so much like you sit there and go like, this is the best person. This is the second best person. This is the third best person. There's like a lot of good people. And like David Cross had come up because we were watching Arrested Development. And mm -hmm. then ultimately, it's like when he was unable to do it, it's like, like, sometimes you're not going down the list as far as, like, and the silver medal goes to, and the, you know, it's like... It's not like, this dude's worse than this dude, or yes. but we'll take him anyway. It's just like, here are a bunch, here's a pool of people we would like to choose from. Any one of them would be good. you got to go to somebody first. Let's go to this guy first. With Rosario, we went to, we, we didn't go to, technically, I don't know, maybe we did. Harvey had met with uh, Bryce Howard, uh, the chick who was in um, the village, and she was just in Lady in the Water. 
And um, he was like, she's a big fan. She likes the, the Clerks movies. So when I met with her, <laughs> like I had a, only one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's just one so far. Um, so I, I brought a copy of the script and gave it to her. And then she was like, we had a nice lunch meeting and shit. And then I heard that she didn't want to do it. And I was like, well, I guess she didn't want to say ass to mouth and shit like that. When I was on the press tour for this movie, I ran into her at MTV and she was like, I'm so sorry, I, I couldn't tell you in that meeting that I knew I was doing Lady in the Water because Night Shyamalan wouldn't let me say anything, but I knew that I had this movie lined up. At which point I was like, that's totally cool. But I was thinking, why the fuck did you take the meeting then? What's the point? But maybe she just, sometimes you just have meetings for the sake of meeting. And maybe I sprung the script on her, she didn't know she was getting a script, who knows. We went to her, we went to Ellen Pompeo, um, who was just finishing up the pilot for Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And um, she read the script, and her agent really wanted her to do it, but she was just like, I'm trying to stick with this Grace thing because i got a leading role in this, and I'm hoping it's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. It did pan out, so she passed. We went to Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman was just like, if you let me play Randall, I'll do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, but I don't want to play a girlfriend. She's like, I'm trying to do something else with my career right now. Um, and then we were like, all right, so let's go. Who else is on the list? And we went to Rosario. And at that point... We were just thinking, like, if we go to Rosario and Rosario's going to say no because her star is on the rise, at that point we'd go back to Harvey and be like, look, nobody wants to do it, so let us cast whoever we want. Because originally it was supposed to, it was going to be Jen playing uh, Becky instead of Emma. That's who I'd written it for. So we figured if we go to Rosario and Rosario passes, we have the, we go to Harvey and be like, look, dude, nobody wants to do a Clerks movie, let alone Clerks 2 in that female role. So let's, let me cast whoever I want to cast. But oddly enough, Rosario said, yeah. So now, is Rosario a worse actress than those other three actresses? Shit, no. Um, but there was a pool of people to choose from. So I don't think actors get tight about that thing. It would be great if she was thing. here right now. She could probably she answer your question. Yeah, she could probably tell you exactly She's what you need to know. Kind of go I'm going to try that. and throw us off this topic here. That's the first time I'd heard that Jen was supposed to play that part. Yeah, what did you think actually. about changing the girl parts like because that's that's a weird thing when you're going into it knowing you're going to play one part and then all of a sudden now you're playing a different part so you're like let's take it from an uncomfortable place <laughs> all and bring it to an even worse place <laughs> oh no it, it's, I, don't, I wouldn't imagine it was an uncomfortable thing no, maybe it was but no, it was well see that's what no. i'm asking i've never heard so no it wasn't <laughs> um harvey said no that's pretty much that's pretty much it but were you tight about it were you like no thank god it went the way that it did but were you um, tight about it in the moment that you heard? When when I was just like, Harvey says that he wants to put a name actress in Becky. Harvey's point, was too. Wasn't I like, all right, I'll play Emma? Yeah, it was, it was such a non-issue, <laughs> but I was going to let you tell the story. But, yeah, she was just like, whatever. I just want to be in it. Um, See, that wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't really. But his to his credit, too, he wasn't like, fuck Jen. You know, he was just like, because um, I said, well, I do. Um, he was more like, I just need to put somebody on a poster that somebody other than you might recognize. And I was like, all right, fair enough, because it's me and Jay and you and uh, Brian and Jeff. So he wanted to put a name or face on the poster as if anybody other than our core audience was going to show up to see the movie, as if it would make you know the legions of Rosario Dawson fans out there go like, I want to check that movie out. And at the end of the day, I don't think that really matters. I mean, because it is, it, it, there's a two in the title. You assume that people are going are familiar with the other flicks. So I don't know how many other new people or fresh people you're going to get out of that, out of, for that audience. I don't know. This was the scene, well, the scene that just ended. You loved hopping up and down, didn't you? I was going through all the footage the other day looking for outtakes, and at one time, point you stopped jumping, and you're like, I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, and we did that like eight times, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is haunting uh, me. 
for since nice. it's, it looks so, like I have a nice saw pussy there. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's go. the thing. It's like you have this sensually shaped body that like you almost want. It's like almost feminine in a way. That's what he's hairless. A little bit. In that, like, he's, got child, he's got childbearing hips, doesn't he? <laughs> Something right. like that, yeah. Um, Jay, do you feel uncomfortable with the fact that Jen saw you that way? No, because it's not my actual piece. If my penis was showing, <laughs> yes. Very. So that you're all cool with. Yeah, but you were doing the stretch, too. Like Cause it's like having shorts on, but a little hair something. Shorts. Hair shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's like hair shorts. You were you were doing the stretch in advance though. You're trying to like get it to its best, most presentable, just in case just it didn't slip out. Well, I wanted a little blood flowing in there, so if it did fall out, it wasn't all tight. It's called masturbation. He don't let him fool you into thinking uh, he was stretching. Dude, quick ran up, watched a little Alexander, came back down. I'm ready to go. Quick shoot, shoot. Just been up in my room stretching. <laughs> I would have got offended if when I pulled the coat open I had a full-on erection. Would anyone on the set get offended? Yeah, I don't think we have that kind of crew. No. Mm. You think everyone would just been like, oh, Oh gosh, put that little thing away. <laughs> I think Girls you would have got some. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have got some of that. You would have gotten some takers. You if a chick sees a dude something. with it, we got a chick in the room, so we can ask. If a chick sees oh, a dude no. erect, is it does it like a guy sees a girl naked and it gets a little turned on? If a chick sees a dude erect, does she get turned on at all? I imagine it depends on the dude. Um, all right, so you see Muse erect. Oh, we don't really have that. Not you, not you, but like a chick sees Muse erect, does she get a little? Ooh. I'm thinking that some of the ladies on the set may have been interested. I think some got a little yeah. interested without you even having to pull out an erect pecker. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Did you hook up on this? No. Oh, don't he fucking lie. Oh, stop. Don't even. <laughs> oh, oh, something you don't want to talk about, sir. Some uncomfortable subject. Why? Why don't you want to why talk about that? that? What else was uncomfortable? Why don't you want to talk? I don't understand why that's uh, like, oh, no. Yeah, why? Tell me. Because he had a girlfriend. No, no that ain't girlfriend. it. No, no that's not true. That's not it's true It's more about he has a girlfriend now, and he doesn't want her knowing that there was ever any girls before her or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I told her that I was a virgin. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. This might be my favorite. This is fucking dirty. I love it. What? Uh, the top of is that why? Is that why you want? As if she's ever going to listen to the commentary track. Is that why you wouldn't want to talk about getting laid on the show? Um, no, that ain't why at all. Then why? There's no paternity suits uh, flying around. Just, <laughs> no, 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 no. And don't tell me you're like I don't like to kiss and tell. Because you're the first dude that's just like, oh, you know who I fucked? <laughs> I <laughs> he does his handshake like that. Why? Why? I'm just curious why. Because I don't know. It's just you know. What? Oh my God! I, you never had a loss of something to say. It's because odd. I don't want to. I don't want to mention who. who yeah, I'm not saying names, but you did hook up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, well, that I wasn't was a long road. Well, you were, <laughs> yeah, it really was. I really should have cut to the chase and said, without names, did you hook up? Oh, I, that, 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 I thought you were saying, let's let's talk about who it was. No, who, no. I thought you already about knew how it was. Yeah, was it any good? <laughs> what? Was it? <laughs> was it any good? Sure. Um, how many how many different people w women we should stress on the crew did you hook up with? I don't remember. Oh wow! I think Fucking like so tight I really don't remember. I don't. Really? Is I it all blurred? There was a point? few. There was a few though. And was it awkward to go to work with them the next day? No. No. Not wow. at all. Because you didn't not remember. For, not for <laughs> yeah, because I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next day, I forgot Short term memory comes I'm in like, handy. Did I 
Who was it? Why are you hugging me? Get off of me. <laughs> no, because it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't like, I really like you. Let's do this. Mm. I think they it's were like, in I it for you. just like, just fuck me and don't talk to me tomorrow, too. <laughs> so that's what they said. Like, look, before we do this, sort of that... I don't want you talking to me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like, don't look me in the eyes tomorrow, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you got a pen. Okay. I want to jot down, I really like you. Let's do this. Is anyone else getting laid while we're making the movie? I, I was certainly I getting laid. I had a little uh, tumultuous fling on the on the set. You did. It was like high school high. Yeah, you it was had real. Oh you God. had a real locker room relationship. That man. makeup trailer in the mornings, you knew what what mood people were in just from when he walked into that trailer. It was like it, it was, was really right literally now. like walking through high school. Can we get it the was, definition of tumultuous? It was, weird. <laughs> it was like tumultuous pronunciation. Rocky, rocky, friction, not smooth. No, it wasn't as simple as him going, I like you, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think mine works a little better. Yeah. A little more sincerity to it. There's I like you, let's do this. <laughs> There's something that happens on a movie set where it's just like, what are they, it's like a desert, because you're kind of like all crammed in together and it's sort of like a desert island thing. And it's like going to camp. Yeah, yeah and it just screws camp. with your, pers like, thing, your priorities shift a little bit and you like things become amplified and, you know, I kind of like, just am, I'm already kind of prone to be like to becoming like to uh, becoming period becoming. <laughs> that was amplified you're like I want to be becoming with somebody <laughs> so let's <laughs> what did you just say to me <laughs> what did you I, I said becoming you, coming a little bitch you owe me an apology sir Apologize. Sorry. This Thank is you. easily the most hostile and aggro yeah. commentary Jack I've ever been involved in. Hey, look at the great scene that's the Somebody's gonna, oh, hey, It's going to come to blows shining. before it's all over. <laughs> and not the blows that come after, I like you, let's do this. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, and that lasted almost the whole show, wasn't it? Yeah. You probably don't want to like, identify. It was kind of like this weird, I, it was a very weird. It was a crew member, it wasn't a cast member. It was a crew member. Um, yeah, it was very weird. It was very, very high school. Yeah, it was weird and unprofessional, I might add. Un well, why unprofessional? I don't think I don't think that's unprofessional. Yeah. What on your behalf? Yeah. Why? But I mean, but I don't know. It was just like because it was like it got like that's the reason that you don't. That's the reason that you don't. I I didn't. Oh yeah, when I said unprofessional, I didn't. I wasn't only referring to her. Certainly, right. I, I, but even even so, I don't think that's necessarily. Well, I mean, I think the reason that you don't you do in that makeup that room. you don't do those things. <laughs> I think the reason that you don't do those things, or that you, it's sort of a rule not not to do those things in a professional environment, is because it leads to oftentimes you know tense emotions, and then that can affect you know. And other people get caught in the crossfire who right, just sure. who just want to get their makeup done. Right. right okay. I mean, what? Whatever. Anyway. That like I said, crew member. People always hook up. Yeah, I mean, it's, there would be no Bradgelina if that rule wasn't violated. Right? You know, it's like that happens all the time. Yeah, I didn't feel too guilty about it. I thought I should just say that. <laughs> but no, she was. It was. She's. I don't. Ha I don't harbor a grudge. I. You know. I don't like. It was just a really weird situation. And then, like, oddly enough, after the movie, you wound up dating someone from one of our other movies. Yeah, who I'm still dating. You're still dating, Renee yeah. Humphreys. Renee Humphrey, the... Well, Trish uh, the Dish. Oh, that's going to date you. Trish, <laughs> Trish the Dish. We actually have a, a pretty serious relationship. We've been dating for like seven months now. Really? Yeah. I, I heard you officially asked her out. Like, yeah, like, I, I, asked, I asked her to go steady with me. That was months ago, though. Talk about dating. Talk about high school, too. I <laughs> yeah. mean, good God, sir. I gave her my Letterman jacket. 
You gotta take a few tips from Muse, <laughs> and not not just go with like, Yo, "Will you be my this. steady?" Yeah, hey, I like you. Let's do this. Drama. Now here's your beef with Jason. Yeah, Lee. What's, what happened? Oh, yeah, Jason okay, Lee so story. I went How up did to you Jason, disrupt Jason Lee? I was a little bit uh, <laughs> nervous just because he was the first like you know famous person that I was working with on the on the movie because you guys don't count, and he the that was a joke. So he <laughs> like I went up to him and I was like I was just trying to break the ice. And so I said, um, we were doing my, my close-ups, and I said, uh, you know, uh, Jason, I'm going to need a little bit more energy from you on this take. And uh, he just kind of went, okay, and looked away. And uh, in Jason's defense, that's a, that is a lame joke. Mm-hmm. But I, was, I guess I was hoping for a little bit more, like, I don't know, like, I still to this day don't really I don't, don't think really he was understand. as offended as I am hearing it now. That's a, that's a directorial note right there. Right. <laughs> Across lines, you were up in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't bother him, too, but he must have known you were kidding sooner or later. Did you go tell him later on, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was kidding. <laughs> You're so famous. <laughs> You're almost famous. No, I'm almost famous. <laughs> I didn't really have the opportunity, but then when I saw him again at the premiere, I said, hello. And I felt the same kind of like stand up. Like I think maybe he was maybe he was still mad at me. No, not at all. When he was done with that day, I don't know. Maybe he is, but when he was done with that day, he said like, "I like that kid. He's really good." Oddly, Jason was supposed to be here today too, but he didn't come. Thank you, Trevor. There you go. He's like, "Wait, who's going to be there?" Jason. The two people you had fights with are not here. Interesting. Well, in Trevor's defense, it is a hard group to walk into as an actor because all of these guys have been playing the same characters for so long. Twelve years, you guys have gotten very comfortable with these characters and with each other. So I think that you did really, really well you, just Jen. coming into the group. Thank you, Jen, the one Establishing you know, a, nice a, a very today. unique character. Well, it's, it's, not, it's, not the, it's not the Trevor Kiss Assathon. It's a commentary track. Mm-hmm. So that means <laughs> the struggle. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I heard you, son. We're on the same page there. <laughs> that. You want people to say nice things? You're great in the movie. Thank you very much. I, I think it goes without saying that I think everyone in this room was great in the movie. I think everyone in the movie Trevor, you were amazing in the movie. Anyone? Does anyone look at the movie and go like, "Ah, it was kind of weak"? Like, I, there's nobody I look at and I feel you like. I really do want this to come to blows. <laughs> I don't feel like there's anyone that I was kind of like. I hated Mosher in it. Really, Mosher I thought Mosher, Mosher made me laugh. Nah, I'm kidding. I love Mosher in it. Can um, you do that for better. us again? So, it, do you, you feel you say it was weird walking <laughs> into a bunch of people playing? The roles that they play for well, a while. Well, just with with the, a new character. I mean, these characters are so comfortable <laughs> to all of the people that play them, right? And you guys have. Well, me and Muse, I can make the argument, yeah, because we've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. You guys have done Dante and Randall, I guess enough Four. times too. The movie, the cartoon, the cartoon and then in Jane and Bob, car. Flying Car. But the tone has been set between the characters and their relationships and and whatnot. And Trevor just sort of merged right into you know the. The guys. Well, if it's my turn to stroke you now, it would be to say that, and I'm I'm not. This is I'm actually serious. That you were probably specifically, uh, or I should say, especially integral in in helping me feel like, you know, part of the family or whatever. Jeff, of course, was like, you know, was was a. It was good to have Jeff around because I'd done a movie with him before. But you like, you like, really went out of your way to you know make me. Yeah, Jen. Is that who you had the tumultuous affair with on the movie? Because <laughs> if I'm hearing it here for the first time, that would be very awkward. I, uh, 
Did you have me here? No. Nah, right. So anyway, yeah, she did. Uh, she was. Uh, you were real like you, you and Muse were the two true cheerleaders on the movie. Yeah, Muse. Like really, you were the two dudes that. Oh that too. Yeah. This dude was. This dude was. He went from setting poker parties up to you setting up poker parties and whatnot. We had a good time. It was like a dorm sort of vibe. Lots of drinking beer. I'm so glad. No, it was a really fun set. It was fun. I had a great time. I had a blast. One of the best times ever in my life. This is that was one of your first really sort of on location experiences, right? Or no? I mean, I get. I I haven't. Yes, insofar as I haven't really had that much experience, but no, insofar as like the percent in terms of like the percentage of stuff that I've done. Actually, probably a greater percentage of it has been on location. But this wasn't even really that on location for me because I live in Long Beach. I was only 15 minutes from home, but I chose I chose to stay at the Days Inn because of which tells you something about how much fun the the atmosphere was. Even Rosario stayed at the Days Inn with us, and she could have gotten a car home every day. Yeah, well, I mean, the Days Inn, nothing wrong. It was actually an all right place as long as you brought your own sheets. It was pretty good. You set up house there and whatnot. No, I didn't. It was like your own little apartment, your first big boy apartment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like this place. This is one of my favorite scenes ever. That that whole day at that fucking go kart place was awesome. No dialogue, except uh, for like. I, the first it was just two driving, lines. and you, they called lunch. I was like, "Thank you, I'm fat enough. I just want to keep riding." I like I how just, because all the sounds drops out, it looks like you're driving little hovercrafts more yeah. than more than go karts. <laughs> one of my favorite okay. scenes. Um. If the uh, speaking of performances and whatnot, does anyone feel um, really close to their character? Like I, I look at his performance, and you can you when I'm pointing to Trevor, and you hear Trevor speak, and he's very different from Elias. Like it is kind of 180 degrees from the character you play. Um, so, but when I look at Jay and I look at uh, Brian and Jeff playing their parts, and it always to me seems like extensions of who you guys really are. To a large degree, because I, I don't know, maybe that's because of the first one, or because we've spent so much time with these characters. Do you feel very different, like 180 degrees from Randall? Uh, I think when we did the first one, I was probably 180 degrees from Randall, mm. but over the years, I've slowly grown into him, <laughs> which is probably not the way it was supposed to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you've, it, it, you know, it's everybody always says like in getting the script and stuff and. You do that character very well, and it's on the page to me. Like, even the first time we sat down and read Randall the first time, way back when, mm. in my house, it just seemed easy. Like, the character was on the page, and there weren't a whole lot of questions about him. Mm -hmm. So I guess, yeah, I'm pretty similar. What about you, sir? Uh, yeah, I got to say there's a lot of Dante in me, and but there's also a lot of Randall in me. I'm a very wise-ass, sarcastic... Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we just want to clarify. That was a really gay comment because it says a lot of Randall. A lot of <laughs> Well, that's it's actually accurate. also a compliment. If, uh, Isn't there you know, a lot of Randall in all of us? So, uh, yeah, there, you know, it's not I was that not far the person space. Trevor had a relationship <laughs> with on the set, too. It just to be, clarify. We'll be out by the end of this. It was so high school. It was like, you know, in high school when Wanda two Sykes, dudes get attracted to one another. Wanda Sykes is my favorite, one of my favorite people in the world because she played Biggie Shorty in Pootie Tang, one of my favorite movies. Right on. Um, I remember you tried to. You were going around with the camera that one day trying to kiss people. Muse, and she wouldn't kiss Muse you. Muse somehow I, with, got me to do this thing which I did not want to do, which involved what? me going around with a camera 
asking girls to kiss me. And Muse made this rule that I couldn't tell them why I was asking them. <laughs> Good rule. So, okay, so and I, were these legally binding rules? Why didn't you just tell them on the sly? Like, because Muse told you you couldn't? You were because like, it, was an honor, it was an honorable agreement, and I was going to, you Between know, two gentlemen. Why right, didn't you just gentlemen. not do it? Why didn't you just <laughs> <laughs> Because I wanted to kiss girls on camera. Why didn't you just tell them, I like you, let's do this? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, do you feel close to the Jay character? Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, pretty close. In what way? I mean, I hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I call him up once in a while. Uh, I say, let's do this. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely. Or do, you, or do you look at the character and you're like, that ain't me. It's To me, Some it will stuff. always represent more of uh, who you were sure. when you were like 16, yeah. 13 to 16. But um, and and of, over the years, more of you comes into it, or more or your colloquialisms and whatnot. But still, the character always seems very different. Describe colloquialisms, <laughs> uh, sir. Using the term sir, snoogans, snoochie boochies, <laughs> nah, all that. Those are colloquialisms. Um, but I, I feel like uh, it is a, a vast difference from who you are in real life. So, do you, it, do you feel like when you're playing the character, it's a real performance, or is it kind of easy, or both? Um, I should say it's pretty easy because I think, like you said, it's definitely a lot of it's from when I was younger and, and some of the stuff I do say, but I don't think I'm that obnoxious. I'm obnoxious, but not that obnoxious. Mm. And uh, so, so I don't know. And then changing it to like the sober, of course, that's, uh, you know, I'm sober now and he was sober. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty definitely close, but more so when I was younger, like you said. One thing that didn't come out that never that I would never have gotten the impression of just from watching the other Universe movies and then meeting you is that, like, none of your congeniality comes out in the, in the character of Jay. Like, Jay is kind of like this, he's a little bit hostile and volatile. And I would say, like, upon meeting you, your congeniality is maybe, like, the thing that's most characteristic about you. Like, I really think you're one of those people who can, like, kind of just get along with with almost anybody, you know what I mean? Million dollar heart. Yeah. Nickel head. And Million dollar heart. This <laughs> hysterical. You are. You're very lovable. Yeah. <clears throat> Except for me on occasion. He finds congeniality. It's very rare that there's actually people that you don't like where you're like, I don't like that person. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I, I can't. I can't. Somebody that you don't like. Are we doing the enemies list here yeah, today? Let's do it. Totally. <laughs> Um, this is the Nixon commentary. Those three motherfuckers <laughs> I, I, right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't think I, I... What about ex-girlfriends? Do you ever not like them? No. I'm just, no. You're okay with all of them? I don't them. really dislike many people. I don't think I... I mean, I might not get along with someone, but I still don't dislike them. I'd be like, oh, that person's a real jerk-off. I, I don't really think I care enough about that person to, to rent space in my head. That's, you know, I mean, I can just let it go. But I might not want to like go hang out with them, um, so I don't know. I don't like that dude. Look at that. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Smalls. What Biggie Smalls? With the, <laughs> those eyes are just so. He's like. And Joey was the other guy. Joey yeah. of no, uh, Joey like Zach fame. Uh, Zach later on we meet as the donkey fucker. With the two dudes running around recording those train wreck documentaries behind the scenes the whole those time. Those guys are like the. And nicest, they did the documentary on this the on this DVD. Like most gentle motorcycle thugs. Yeah, <laughs> it totally. If you saw those two dudes out somewhere, you'd be like, "I'm I'm gonna walk across the street." Right. I mean, but like you they, talk to them and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" Within minutes, I would be like, "I would introduce these people to my mother." Mm -hmm. But they're so like intimidating looking. As a boyfriend. 
I've, I said, I've said too much. <laughs> the way you said, like, I would introduce you're right, to my it mother. You're right. It did kind of come out like that. I just meant like there were that like I I would feel cut anyway. Moving uh, on. One last note on on a performance uh, inhabiting a character. You play the antigen in the movie. You're actually playing a character that's not you in real life. Um, is, was that weird? He just kept telling me to jump up and down and and um, <laughs> smile a lot. That was my only direction. <laughs> Bigger, bigger. Tickle on the swings. I was like, jump up and down. I was laughing. That's his answer to everything. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and whenever there's a problem, like, jump up and down. Yeah, poor Emma. Um, I'm so happy. Part that it was here, her, right? What's that? Hating Jersey. Oh, actually, yeah, he's right. Yeah. So there was mm-hmm. that little bit of... There was that. That's yes. true. So that wasn't hard to say. No. That was not hard to say. Mm-mm. What was your beef with Here Jersey? It was the fan mail. Uh, no, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. What you got is you're on record. It. What was your beef with Jersey? <clears throat> um, Not I just, so much the state <laughs> itself, but what? I, I moved to Jersey to be with you Yeah. Um, from California, from Los Angeles, and I just missed my home. And your home was California. Right. Even Los though you'd only been there for, what, seven years? Long enough. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and, so it just wasn't your cup of tea. Right. That's a fairly safe answer. Yeah. You like that? You ain't kidding. <laughs> Political. We'll fight in the car on the way home. Like, the fuck do you have to bring that up? Or just news brought it up. When we went to, I'd never been to New Jersey until we did the last week there. Mm. It was like, because uh, I'm from Minnesota, and a lot of, I mean, when we were in, when we flew into the um, airport, I didn't really like it, but I don't really like any, like, urban city atmosphere. Like, that's not just, not really my thing. And then once we got into, like, Red Bank, and it was the fall, and there were, like, leaves everywhere. It was actually, like, really beautiful. It reminded me of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, like, I, I don't I don't know why Jersey had, I mean, maybe because it's boring or something, but. Why Jersey, what, has a bad reputation? Yeah. I think it's I mean, Jersey it's, it's, City. It's it where like you it's land forest. Yeah. Well, it's. forest. It's what? A hate forest? Yeah, it seems like it, the most of Jersey is actually just a big woods. Well, that's State. called the Garden State. Right. That's not yeah. irony. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but where you fly into, you fly into, like, oil refineries and shit like that. that. I suppose. But, yeah, you get out there. I mean, a big farm country, too. Jersey tomatoes. Jersey Shore. And the beach as well. Which Jersey is not, Vagina. Yeah. Jersey Vagina. <laughs> Kiss her where it smells, take her to New Jersey, that kind of thing. Jersey hey, you Vagina know, chews gum, doesn't it? <laughs> we take a lot of heat because we were, fr- uh, you know, not spray. New York. Right, exactly. So you're the butt of a lot of jokes and whatnot. Yeah. Um for uh, for you three, for Jay and for Brian and for Jeff, do you feel typecast at this point? No, I mean it's recognize. You know, my recognition factor. Yes, I'm recognized a lot by being Dante. Even when I shave off the Van Dyke, people are like you played Gil, didn't you? Which is kind of scary that people even recognize me that way. Um, but I, you know, I get cast in other things plenty of times that have nothing to do with convenience store clerking or sappy type of, um, you know, schlubs. Like, I didn't know they called people Dante in Shakespeare times. <laughs> uh, I am not typecast. I am no cast, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> um, do, do you, um, have now having played him more than once, do you, do you ever regret playing Randall or Dante? Do you ever feel like, fuck, I wish I hadn't done that? No. no. Some, one of the best... Some of the best times I've ever had has been playing these characters. The, one of the best times, without a doubt, was doing the cartoon records. Was the most you fun love I've the ever. Cartoon. I they fucking, fucking bad way. You know why? Because you got to. It was, you can go to it work was a in half an hour. No, it was not that. But 
Each story was 22 minutes of fucking hilarious scripts. And you'd get a whole different scenario the following week. And if that had kept going on, and, and anything that would have hit you as a writer, you could have thrown these characters to play out. That You know, as an actor, you love to see where these characters would go that way, mm -hmm. you know? I, I, you know, as a writer, don't you feel like you wouldn't mind I, I enjoy the cartoon, but I like the movies more than the cartoon. I mean, but it's like apples and oranges for some reason. I was going to say, yeah. Different kinds of comedy, really. Hmm. It um, sort of reminds me of, and I tell, I, it, it, it sort of reminds me of like the way that comic books have different continuums. Is it is like is that a conscious thing on your part? Because I mean, you're obviously a comic book guy. Yes. Okay. Jeff, um, do you uh, <laughs> do I you, answer this with a yes? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> do you uh, do you ever wish that you hadn't played Randall? Uh, I don't think so. No. Did it adversely affect your life, or did it positively affect your life? <laughs> I don't know. It, it definitely changed the course of my life in what a lot of ways. What do you think you'd be doing if you if we never did Clerks back in '93? Jesus. Because um, weren't you going to architecture school or something? Like yeah, that? but I knew I would never have done that. Mm -hmm. I, I really wasn't interested in that, and so I guess in that way, the movie came along at the right time to sort of divert me and get me away from that because I knew I didn't want to do that, but I just knew also that I had to go to school and do something. Right. You know. Um, I don't know. It, re it really did. It, it totally changed the course of my life, and I'm still undecided if it was for the better or not. But <laughs> <laughs> still out. Right now, Muse is staring at the screen. <laughs> the dance sequence. And I got the boobies bouncing. Yeah, some people have said it's the it. best special effect in the movie. <laughs> but it's, it's all natural, as they say. Um, and then she had the temerity, too, when we were on the roof to be like, oh, I didn't know the girls would be bouncing like that. I would have wore a different top. I was like, you were wearing the, this top the whole movie. Um, but I think she knew. How could you not know? She must dance in real life, correct? Yeah, oh, look at that dance. The black guys would have just got done doing rent. That's our sole move. I... I know, because you could see your man boobs <laughs> jiggling like mine. I had more moving up and down than Rosario. <laughs> Sir, you, uh, you've played Jay six times over the course of uh, 13 years, not to mention the cartoon and various other things. Um, do you, do, or is there ever a moment where you're like, I fucking wish I had never played that character? Not at all. No. No. What do you think you'd be doing if we hadn't done Clerks? Sucking dick for beer money. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that that rolled off so quickly. I'm not sure whether to laugh and be like, "Well, I guess, I guess he really believes." He said, it. "What you'd be doing if you didn't do the movie, not what you're doing now." <laughs> now the beers are free. Yeah. The dick sucking's a choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you suck money for junk, like why for beer? <laughs> yeah. You can hold get out. a job. Hold yeah, out for heroin, sir. Beer. Don't don't do it for beer. <laughs> No, but you have to want to suck dick if you're doing it for beer. <laughs> the beer is just to wash the taste out after you're done before you head over to the next dick. You can get some Schlitz for like nothing. Schlitz is pretty cheap at eight dollars a case. Yeah. Well, that's why I suck dick for beer money because I only get ten bucks for a blowjob. So. Um, do you ever regret playing Jay in the first place? No. What do you think you'd be doing if you hadn't done it besides uh, sucking dick for beer? Uh, I, you know, what would what course would your life have taken? Would you have stayed a roofer? Probably. Would we still be hanging out in Jersey? Uh, I would hope so. Probably. You'd probably be living with me. Yeah, probably. At my mom's and yeah. dad's. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so what would happen to or, you, Mr. Smith? Or no, just, I would honestly, I'd probably still be working at that convenience store. Really? Yeah. And dodging phone calls from the credit card companies? Probably. <laughs> well, like, had we, we made clerks? 
Had we made Clerks and nothing happened to it? Had we made Clerks, nothing happened with it. I got to imagine. Would you have thirteen stuck years it later out and still wrote another script? Oh, and I don't think it a so. Or... I don't think so. I think that would have been it. And I think every once in a while, I would call everybody up and be like, "Let's watch our movie," because <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only audience. Um, but I, I think right about now, maybe I'd be close to paying off the credit card debt. Aye. You think so? Aye. Like after thirteen years? No, you would have. File bankruptcy. No. Back then, no. why not? You're I don't so think young. so because basically you could pay the minimums off and like the interest, like Wait up until the movie You'd got still bought. still be working in the store? Totally. Oh, you would have stuck a gun in your mouth long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that job. <laughs> I, I like that job. It was a good job. I think in the back of my head, I would always think like maybe one day the toppers will want to sell it and I could buy it. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not very creative. <laughs> Essentially, when I fucking write movies, I just go, what would I do in an alternate timeline or something like that? But I like that job. It wasn't. the store wired, huh? It'd be wireless so you could use it. Oh your... my God, I'd be all over it. I wonder if, that's the big question though. I wonder if I hadn't, if I'm not doing what I do for a living now. Would I be one of those dudes on internet chat boards and Definitely. shit? You think so? Absolutely. You're that dude. Yeah, you're that yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> I know, but I, I've got. I'm only there because I've got something to say, or I've got something to sell, or I've got something to do. Would I be? I respond to you're people. You're also responding to only people coming at me. Yes, but only in defense. Only in defense. Yeah, so but, would I? Have, also, would I have discussed? I mean, eventually, I'm sure I would have gotten email. But would I? Would I be the dude that goes to like Any Cool News or Rotten Tomatoes and just reads about other movies and then pipes in with my two cents, yes. even though yes. I've not really? You do, yes. you do comment yes. about other than your own movies. I mean, you wrote a it's whole once Simon again. Bob Speaks book but that's about me, different subjects. Like well, that was, but that book was that was a bunch of people going write an article about this, write an article about that, and they collected it. Mm -hmm. But that's still a response know. to people asking you what you think, right? Like all everything that's happened on the internet is still a response to the fact that like. Like when Ming finally put up a website that right. you've never seen, it's responding to other people getting out there. But you would be to like, that guy. You would totally comment about movies and stuff. I, I think I you would. Know. I would say that, that I don't know either just because there are two conflicting forces. One is Kevin's desire to think and talk about movies, and one is Kevin's desire to be comfortable and lazy. There's Well, also, my feeling, too, is off of what Mosher was saying, if people are asking me questions, then I respond. If people are like, what's your opinion on this, then I'm responding. Or if people are attacking me or whatever. And even if they go after the movies, they're like, your movies are shit. I don't really respond to that because that's subjective. But if they go after me personally or my life or my wife or whatever, my kid, because people are that fucking low, I will get up and respond about that. But that's all call and response. Like, the Internet is not call and response. It's you putting your opinion out there. And I don't know if I'm the See, but for put my you, opinion out there guy. You were a writer. Even back then, in high school, you were a writer, and the Internet had you not done this, would have still been an outlet oh, yeah, for you to you, do your writing. So I think you would have... I'm not saying that you would have been antagonistic on the Internet, but mm. I think you would have definitely well, had opinions about didn't movies you go and after stuff. somebody who worked for The Courier? I did. You're right. <laughs> Fuck. I did. There was, remember The Courier? Of course. The Courier, there was this woman who wrote a column. What uh, is The Courier? It was a small paper, local a local paper, paper back home. Towns. It's like, yeah, it covers like four or five yeah. towns in the area. It's not like the Asbury Park Press is yeah. the big paper down there. Okay. This is a, a weekly... And it's, but not a weekly like a Village Voice or an LA Weekly. No, just we have, a, it's like Sun Current, Minnesota. I yeah, some it. very, very small newspaper, good newspaper, but very local community type stuff. Um, and there was a woman who wrote a column, Joan Turner, and she wrote Weekly Observations was her column. And it was W-E-A-K, 
L-Y, like weekly, I'm, I'm, you know, as a pun right. on words and shit. And she wrote, like, what was kind of, I won't say it's the prototypical Larry King column, because I don't know how long he's been doing it, but that, that, that. a lot of that shit. A lot of ellipses and a lot of, like, scattered thoughts separated by ellipses and whatnot. And, you know, there was one summer as me and Paige Gloss were working at the uh, the Galley Deli in Highlands. Paige Gloss? Paige Gloss, sir. Wow. And um, we would read this column all the time, and it was just like, this is so fucking terrible, so hacky. And I did write a fucking letter. In I risked my kiss. There it is, you're right. I wrote a letter in advance of the internet where it was just like, you, uh, you suck. Snail mail, mind you. You should be. <laughs> totally. And you're like, I don't know if I'd be that guy on the internet. Totally. I will say I was prompted, though. I got prompted. Uh, from our, our, Mrs. Wicklin was our boss, and she was just like, oh, I hate that column, too. You should write, write the letter. And I was like, all right. And it was a real, oh, my God, it's sickeningly fucking arrogant, too. And I think it's karma that I do have people come after me because the tone of this fucking letter, which I saved to this day, because I wrote another one, too, because she responded to it, so I wrote back. Um, oh, was just very. think about. What it was a sick sense of entitlement in terms of, like, I should be writing your column, not you. I guess I would be one of those fucking Internet Lloyds. Boy, that's worst, sad. Worst column ever. <laughs> Boy, is, thanks for bringing that up, Moshe. Um <laughs> This montage was uh, was uh, kind of pulled together in the script. It was just Brian. It was Dante riding around looking for Becky, and then he sees the kid in the in the uh, restaurant and whatnot. But um, we decided when we I was cutting the movie together. I know I'll get to it. We were cutting the movie together while we were shooting the movie, and so like we figured, I don't know, it should be more about everybody and not just Dante. And so it kind of became what it is now. But I like this montage. Um, this was uh, I remember this sir. Shooting, we did two takes of this, and we would go for like what two minutes or something. It was mm -hmm. basically this part, this part right there the with Jay dancing. I found oddly moving. Yeah, yeah me too. But uh, he found it oddly moving. Almost moved in the vomit because <laughs> he was just like, I can't do this anymore. I gotta stop smoking. I can't dance. And I was like, fucking dance, chimp. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just sat in the back and smoked. <laughs> but I remember at the, both, at the end of both takes, you were just like, oh, 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 panting like a fat oh, man yeah. after sex. That's the oddly moving shot to me. Not even oddly. I just love that shot. Mm -hmm. The push in on Randall, lights go out. The beauty is you use the slow motion part for Jay's dancing, so it's only about 30 <laughs> seconds. You made him dance <laughs> for an hour and a half. Totally. <laughs> he was like on Soul Train. thing I'm angry. You guys made me stand out in the cold to wait so that Harley would have someone to Cause she at. loved looking at you, so she wanted to focus on you and whatnot. Uh, the I think you could have been anybody. Yeah. The thing that I said we earlier. We cut her holding up a milk bone, too. <laughs> she lost those fronts at the right time. Those fronts were missing at the fucking so mm -hmm. right time. If you're ever gonna, if your kids ever gonna be missing her fronts, man, that's the time to do it when you're actually gonna capture. But yes, the you're right. We did. needed his daughter to have no fronts. <laughs> Come here, Harley. Those teeth gotta go today. We held the They're coming out, out anyway. <laughs> Take them out. This is baby teeth. This is a car door. <laughs> Look at the poodle. <laughs> oh lord. Um, the yeah, take of you, though, yes, you were yeah. mopping, and, were, and the, I kept saying, do it again. You 20 takes of that. Do it and again. I, I just did it because I'm, you know, I was trying to be a good worker bee or something, and I, you didn't tell me that you were fucking with me. Yeah, Nobody just kept saying, do it again, he's doing it wrong, do it again, and then later on, and I never told him until we did until the Q&A of the Arclight opening arc night. He was just like, he made me do so many takes, and I was and laughing. And I was like, I'm convinced you were fucking with me, but I said it just kind of in that rhetorical way, like I wasn't actually convinced. And then I looked over at Kevin, he had this, like, smirk on his face. <laughs> 
And I was like, no. I mean, like, for that to come out in front of an audience was like penultimately. <laughs> That's how you train a poodle, sir. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, this scene was uh, the one that I was least looking forward to shoot just because of the logistics of it, because there's so much coverage and so many different pieces to pick up, and then you add in the X factor of a fucking donkey and shit like that. But it's one of my favorite sequences in the whole movie. It's really funny. And so there have been some people critically um, in, in reviews um, and also just people, more and more reviews than anything else, actually. It was, it was everything I've ever seen about it has pretty much been in a review in a newspaper or a magazine or something. There were a subsection of of, that, of those people who were like, that scene is too long. And I feel the exact opposite way. I wish it went on for like another <laughs> 10 minutes. It always felt too short to me. Well, it's always funny, like, uh, coming into this, you know, you were given choices as a director to do other movies, and I know it was talked about doing Green Hornet or something that was so much bigger. Right. But I, I personally was chuckling at the shape you were in when we were doing this scene because of the amount of takes and the amount of setups and everything else, you were constantly tugging at your beard and your hair. And you were just like, anytime we got you alone, you're like, I fucking hate this. Why can't we just leave the camera there and go? And like to think of you doing this action blockbuster movie, like the shape you'd be in always Where just it takes like two chuckle. weeks to do a car chase sequence. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, oh, God, let's just leave the camera, let him drive past it. That'll be the car chase. And to hear you now say, I wish the scene went on longer, like we cut back then you the didn't. scene sir the scene itself right. within the movie shooting it no but it actually was what three days yeah roughly three days I mean it, it, once we got into the thick of it it actually kind of smoothed out rather nicely and whatnot but it is you remember I think first day we didn't get to you till the end or was that second day like by the time we because we were shooting in the direction of the donkey or something and because and, I remember you sat around for one of the days yeah, till like there was, nighttime. there was one day that I sat around a ridiculous amount of time mm. to come in and then and then you just brought me down there and just stuck me in the background so it felt like I'd been used that day you're working <laughs> yeah you're a working actor sir <laughs> aren't we all I'm so glad he defined that I still never quite understood um, Zach is so good. Good sport. Yeah, good Zach, sport. the other half of Joey and Zach, I mean, I, I, I don't know many people who'd be like, all right, man, I'll wear that and do that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, boy, well, he, he was, yeah, he, he really went for it, man. He figured, I'm here, I might as well do it. <laughs> Although in this shot right here, well, not that one, but the close-up, he's wearing jeans. On a technical yeah. level, too, he did a good job of completely misleading you when you first see the character i thought yeah and then like like really changing his his attitude like what you know get a can be guy that's one of my favorite lines hey, just, hey. yeah i just love that he's so like we went a few go, takes to get that shrug right there too because i remember i was going bigger on the shrug you're like bigger it's like bigger on the shrug bigger finally we got the biggest shrug in the world remember your father's birthday <laughs> it took a little there's certain things that just jam up with me like i'd be a fascinating study as an actor because it's always the simplest thing that just jam and i don't get it and i'm like huh <laughs> shrug what what is a shrug define shrug like it makes no sense um, there's a scene too in the deleted scene, not the deleted, but the outtake section where it, it, it was, I forgot until I went through the other night, I went through all the footage and whatnot looking for outtakes and I found the one section where we were shooting and you're sitting on the table next to Jay yeah, yeah. and you keep trying to kiss him and you're like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. okay. Uh, yeah. That was so was the, fucking funny, creepy. There was the such thing where Jason, Jason kissed me. And then he finally kisses you. That's which in that disturbs thing. me because every now and then Jason... Gets cold sores. Is that is that public yeah, knowledge? Fox, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that public knowledge? It is yeah, now, sir. Yeah, really. <laughs> there's, 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 <laughs> you are fucked, sir. So I was worried. 
I remember, though, there was one take of that, too, where, where it went on for a very long, <laughs> uncomfortable time. No, no, it's okay. It's right. okay. It just went on and on. It's on the, it's on the awesome. outtake yeah, section. I really thought that it was funny, too. After we leave her, you go down to the office and watch it. It's tw- 27 minutes of outtakes. Nice. Oh, wow. But, there, but, the, um, but that one makes me fucking laugh, just you yeah, going, it's okay. As if, like, you'd be like, all right, I guess it is. In this <laughs> setting, anything goes. That's Elias' version did, of, I like you, you let's do this. <laughs> this is my favorite, okay. my favorite shot in the movie right here, coming up. Not the one where he's touching his balls, but the one that follows this. Right. It's the spit shot. Yeah. Oh, oh I love that he missed. So someone on his hand, someone off the hand. That makes me laugh. That's the one thing consistently, like, I live with the movie a long fucking time. Write it shoot it, edit it, watch it in previews and whatnot. So eventually you get inured to the jokes. Although you watch it with an ice. Like I was just in Edinburgh, the, the film festival in Scotland, where we won the audience award. And then we went to Australia to open the movie, and I watched it with in and out with those three audiences. And it's when you watch it with, with an audience who's really digging on it, you remember like, man, it's fucking, it's a pretty good movie. It's pretty funny. But that shot, no matter how I feel about the movie or how I'm like, yeah, all right, I get it. That shot always makes me laugh. That spit shot. It's just so fucked up. It's that's the other image that haunts me from the besides muses muses. You wake cur- up and curvaceous you're seeing nightmares of Zach spitting his hand yeah. and hovering over you. Well, part of that is because he's been staying at my place for the past few days. Because you're introducing him to your mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you say about my mama? Um. Did, uh, did, uh, there, you go. there it is. Oh, God. This was difficult, too. I remember you were just like, Carol, Carol Banker, script supervisor, kept saying, like, his, it doesn't read like he's jerking off because your arm was too close to you. Right. So I had to keep telling you, like, throw the elbow out. So you're jerking <laughs> off in this wild fashion with your elbow practically <laughs> hitting your chin. Remember we just added that, the crying thing, too, and we were just lucky yeah. that the makeup person had one of those menthol <laughs> Had the menthol blower. Because I can't act, actually. Like, I can't actually emote, so I can't cry and come in. Right. They had to cheat. Blow the thing in your eyeball makes you cry. That wasn't even necessary. That was a joke too. We were like, just blow that thing in his eye. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even meant though. It It'll give like, him a cold yeah. sore in his eye. Right. <laughs> um, there are people when the movie plays and you come in with the cake and you're all heartbroken. Um, you, you can hear people in the audience audibly go like, "Oh." <laughs> people actually like uh, felt bad for you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Do you think it's the just cake. they think the cake yeah. is what does it? <laughs> I think it's just I think your face is so like in the midst of all this wackiness and whatnot, you you come off the most realistic because you're the one with the most honest reaction where you're like, I can't believe this dude's fucking kissing, kissing my, it's kissing this chick. Didn't we only have three cakes or something? And you guys were just like, hit him, hit him hard. We've only got three cakes. I think there were what th- three, and you did it what twice? Twice. Because so. once from one mess, side, yeah. once from the other. That yeah, worked that's out. Come and fuck with this. It's one of my favorite parts. Sticking with yeah, and along the lines of favorite parts, one of my favorite lines through the whole thing is when JS are out after that. One yeah, yeah. Of time. <laughs> like, there's no time. There's really no downtime. Great. It's great. It's really good. Where do you think you go if, if you're an Emma and you've just seen this dude making out with uh, the chick he's... Becky? Where do you go? Do you go right home? You should have had a run you're all across packed. the street in the fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly it stops being a comedy. I'm like, oh my god, he's been hit by a car. And the black cop's like, Porsche monkey. Does uh, Becky get out the back door here? Yeah, Becky is presumed just flakes and just leaves. Yeah, Yeah, she gets out. Gets while the getting's good. She's in women's prison. That's Clerks 3. (laughs) That dude, what's it's Kevin? Kevin. What's his last name? Um... 
He was a he was a voice on the Clerks cartoon. He was. He we was you, Pete, and yeah, yeah, we were able to get him in on the flick. He was a good guy. I like Kevin. Um, where do you think Emma goes though? I don't know. Russell's herself up another fiance. She's at the bar. I don't know. She immediately leaves. The family's in Florida. She's just supposed to leave the next day. One of my favorite parts of the jail sequence is so typical of the Dante (laughs) character. And I read someone online was just like, that's ridiculous. But I was like, it's so in keeping with the characters. Him going, I'm going to smooth things out with Emma. (laughs) Go down to Florida. And it's just like, dude, you're fucking absolutely deluding yourself at that point. Like, how do you smooth it out? How do you be like, all right, I'm sorry. He's always got two chicks. He could probably smooth it out. He uses good in this part, too. I forgot. What up, Stu? Because he does that. This little laugh here, that's not even performance. That was like an outtake of some sort. I like that little Like, it was you doing something and I was like alright go again and you laughed and I just kept it in the movie I liked it didn't you have to wear a thing on your back Jeff so that that didn't hurt yeah yes, oh wow Trevor's I broke three vertebrae <laughs> I wasn't sure I could come to work the next day you quickly went to WebMD you're like people die from this kind of injury <laughs> in prison <laughs> um, this was the, la- the last thing we shot in California we kept it till the very end of the shoot because it was like a 10-page scene or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also, you know, it's the touchy-feeliest part of the movie as well. It's not all the jokes and whatnot. So we decide, And it's the one thing that doesn't take place in movies, so we put it at the very, very tail end of the schedule. And I remember... Um, funniest line in the movie. Sorry. I missed my donkey? Yeah. Yeah, out of your fucking mind. Um, <laughs> out of your mind. Uh, the, uh, we, we, we went to, re- to block it out that day, and... We did it. We first it was like a closed set rehearsal. It was just me and Jeff and Brian, and then we brought all the the, the keys in to watch it, um, because you show it to all the people, the department heads and whatnot, to watch the scene, so they figure out where they're gonna, you know, put the the microphone, where the camera's gonna be, blah blah blah, all that stuff, where the lighting's gonna be, and uh, at the end of the the rehearsal that you did for them, they all applauded, which is something I don't think has ever happened on any other movie we've ever done. It was kind of touching. They were just glad we knew our dialogue. Yeah, they're like, thank God, 10 this days is gonna go in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. That was really fucking nice, it was man. It like live theater again. And it was, uh, there was a sense of, from the whole crew, it was a really great crew, and you got the sense that it was a, I mean, people, yeah, people were getting paid, but they really did kind of, it was an all-for-one, one-for-all kind of mentality. Like, people really enjoyed being there. They enjoyed what we were doing. A lot of them saw a lot of the movie as we were shooting it because I was cutting it together, and they'd come up and watch it at Which night. Which was a great, like a great help to actually see it assembled as we were going along. Totally. And while we're on that subject, it was a great crew. Like, mm-hmm. this was a fun yeah. shoot. To shoot that, like, in that awesome. movies, which was, like, one location, and, you know, you spent four weeks down there. It was a really laid-back set and just fun, like, Everybody on the crew, there was like nobody that you'd be walking through the parking lot and be like, "Oh, time to avoid this one." Mm. one Everybody was cool. One of the things that made the the set so awesome was this. And this sounds it may sound like a petty small detail, but it was that the catering was fucking great. The guys, but it's not even a small detail because it's like catering's the most important thing. Yeah, you were working around that lunch hour. Whoever hired those caterers deserves accolades. Was that you, Mosher? No, that was Laura Greenley. Laura Greenley, or it was Marge. It was marginal. I mean, they were so good. But everybody, everybody in every department, there was never a department that you were like, oh, great, here, we got to do this. Oh, right. This right. is going to be a chore. Do you know what I mean? It was really, everybody was just so much fun. And that, that was a thing. You could joke on set, and yet the work still got done. Yeah. Mm. 
which is also a credit to you, Kevin, as a director. You know, you have that type of relaxed feel on set that makes everybody feel. We were all in pretty laid back things. sets. Yeah. You know, it's nobody's ever. I, I mean, there was one. I remember one moment we stayed late. I think it was the last moment last night. It was the night we were doing the um, the the piece of the montage with Randall because mm-hmm. we stayed longer. Because then we did. The, it took us a while to get that to set up for it and get it. And then we went outside to get um, Jay and Bob outside. And I remember there was a bit of like crew's got to break this down and whatnot. And so they they got a little bit antsy. No, the last night. The last night we were at the. The final night. Night that we were there, we had to get everything before we left movies. Because once once we left movies, because we were there for twenty four, twenty eight days, something like that. But once we left it, that was it. We couldn't go back because they were literally they were going to be knocking it down, and it's now gone. So we had to get everything, and and so the last night at movies, we stayed longer than we should have, especially considering the next day, we had to do the jail scene. So I think there was a bit of antsiness that night, but it wasn't even that bad. But it was just because the crew. Had to wrap all that shit, all the well, lights, and whatnot out. It was just Griffin Electric, basically. had a huge, like, two- to three-hour wrap-out. And mm-hmm. then they basically had to go home. And then they're the ones who got to show up first so they could right. load in. So mm-hmm. it was like, probably, you know. Yeah, they had, like, a two- or three-hour turnaround or something. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just when everything catches up and it just gets brutal. And But it wasn't a, it wasn't even a mutiny or something. No, it was just them mutiny. going, like, it's this sucks. like somebody like, tells yeah. you, like, well, you're probably going to sleep two hours. Mm-hmm. They were they offer to put them up down there or nearby so they didn't have to go home and stuff? Because some people had yeah, to drive we, home. We do, but in the end, like for most of them, they're just like, they want to go, people want to go, go home and they want to change clothes. And they, and it's like, because we're not coming back there the next day, it doesn't necessarily help them. Right. Um, but it's, I mean, that's more of like people, you get bad news, you know? Right. Like, you're, you know, not, not every moment rules. Contrary wow. to popular <laughs> words to live by. Sometimes. Moses' mantra is look, not every moment rules. <laughs> Clerks three. But then not every moment rules. <laughs> I like it. But then on the flip side, after we were done with the go kart day, everybody stayed afterwards there and had free reign of that park. Yeah. And yeah. they got all crazy flipping cars and stuff. So, you know, there are days like that, and then there are days like, you know, like I said, the long days. You and mean then they, they rioted? Were, yeah. yeah, they, they rioted. They were, they there was someone, the there was someone tossed, I think, from the park. <laughs> it's like they always say, not every moment rules. Yeah. <laughs> I had heard that. A wise man once said. But the other what side of that is some moments do. That's what the go-karts were. <laughs> um, was uh, the the jail scene here? There was a little more Jay and Bob in it originally, but I kind of scaled it back to focus more on the stuff you guys are talking about. And and most people really went for the scene. Most people really dug the scene. Every once in a while, I get a sour grape who's just like, nah, it's just too serious after all the laughs. But I, generally, the scene went over really, really well. Uh, I, thought. I really enjoyed it. I thought you guys are great in this scene. It, it is my favorite. This is my favorite scene in the movie. The whole thing. Um, from beginning to end of the jail sequence, because I think it's got a bunch of laughs, it's got a lot of heart, it's got some really stuff that tug- pulls at your heartstrings mm-hmm. and whatnot. I would sit in the editing room, cut it together, I get teary eyed, like during this sequence, this part right here and whatnot. Um, so this, this to me, is represents the best that the the flick could be. And and some people that were very into the first Clerks, you know. Since there was none of this really in the first clerks, although I would disagree. There's the food fight. There's the food fight. It just doesn't go as far right. as we do in this movie. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I, this that the, as long as this worked insanely well in the movie, I was happy. And thankfully, everything else kind of came up to to that standard as well. 
But we are, me and Jay are actually, or rather Jay more than anyone else, it, it really kind of saves the scene for the people that get uncomfortable with the touchy-feely yeah. stuff. Because as soon as, like, it starts getting too weighty, they're like, oh, faggot, you know. And everyone's like, ah, they are faggots. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a best-of-both-worlds scenario. And you know what's funny that I, you know, in watching it with audiences, um, is that there's so many jokes that come, like, one right after the other, I think the people who are watching the DVD will, ha will, you know, in their own homes, be able to stay quiet at certain points to hear multiple jokes. That uh, there's a lot of times that that asked him out that he just described. Like, I want you guys to do this, then I want you guys to do this. Like, they're laughing at the first, you know, stipulation of the deal, and they miss the joke of the second. And and I can't wait to see it on DVD. Actually, it'd be weird, I think, to watch it now if if I'd never seen it before for, by myself for the first time. Mm. Because I'm just so used to seeing it with other people and hearing other people's reaction and laughing mm -hmm. and whatnot. I wonder if it plays by yourself sitting at home watching it and whatnot. Well, this audience listening now probably is... Uh, I'm just assuming everyone listening to the commentary track has seen it. Doing it with a party. A bunch of people. <laughs> not doing it by themselves. Turn that crap down. Who that puts on a commentary me, track at a party? That would make me a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> they were just sitting home listening to the commentary track by himself. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just go out and get a friend. Um, watch it with a buddy. Great. They didn't feel weird till just now. It's a movie about yeah. friendship. How can you watch it by yourself? It just feels kind of weird to me. But when you watch it with a friend, let him buy a copy as well. And watch it. There's that too, because everyone should teach their own. Every they should. Everyone should have their own copy. And just remember that when you're watching the movie, not every moment rocks. <laughs> no rules. No <laughs> rules. Come on. The words Sorry. are very precise. I was taking it, putting it in my own words, but it's true. Not every moment rules. Um, of everyone sitting here, um, Moj was on board from the jump. Muse was on board from the jump. Trevor up from the jump. Brian pretty much from yeah. the jump. You two, Jeff and Jen, not from the jump. And yours, we cover you very well in the documentary in terms of not being involved, not being way into it until a certain point so rather, unless you got something to say about it here nope there you go so you uh, I remember when I first hit you with it you were just like oh man why um, now in retrospect how do you feel are you still like oh why no no I know that you made the right decision by by making this one right after Jersey Girl but I just after reading the Green Hornet script mm -hmm. I really thought that you should have gone with that because you would have grown as a director. It would have given you a chance. Why? To, Why do you I don't know. I don't know. I had all of these uh, ideas in my head uh, that didn't really pan out. Um, <laughs> uh -oh. I think we're just scratching the, the surface. <laughs> You're like those people on the internet. You're like those anti cool moves people who are just like, you'll grow as a director if you make the Green Hornet. Well, I just thought that it would give you a chance to do something different, and I didn't want you doing Clerks 2 for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I thought that those reasons were because of the way that Jersey Girl had turned out. But as the person who spends the most amount of time with me, of everyone in this room, or of anyone in the world, mm -hmm. what do you think now? I think that you made the right decision. It, it taught me a lesson, really, in letting you go with your instincts and uh, whatever you're feeling artistically. Rather really? Than so if I'm absolutely. like, look, I want to fuck somebody else, you're like, go with your instincts. Again, artistically. <laughs> you know, what not having like, anything to do with, with our marriage. It's a real marriage, artistic, like the paints and shit like that. Then I would Because paints do make it artistic. Or what if it's an autistic kind of fuck? Like, you know, somebody who's like Rain Man. Brown bunny or something like that. Oh, Lord. That was a very... It was nothing else to say. But you're glad. 
glad I did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even you're not just saying that for the commentary track. Like we get in the car, you're not gonna be like, you know what? P.S. Fuck you. I'm not glad you did it. <laughs> no, of course I'm glad that you did it. I had a Green Hornet script in my hand, and I loved it. So you know that's saying. And that was before you read uh, the Clerks. Too. You had not even written the Clerks two script yet. Right. So you know it seemed to make sense that you would do that one first, but I was clearly mistaken. Fair enough, because your uh, your point is always like you don't care about my opinion because you pl- play to you always need a larger audience. But really, at the end of the day, you're you're the the audience for me because like I do spend so much time. So it's always important to me to figure out or, or know that you're on board or that you agree with it. Mm-hmm. So were you? Uh, from the beginning, uh, no. No, but eventually. <laughs> you wore me down. No, 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 no. Exactly. Sooner or later, you'll um, just agree with them. But then I read the, the, the script for Clerks 2 and, you know, of course, went along with it because it was great and funny and, you know, it all worked out. Right on. I was actually, I was also skeptical from the beginning, but I was, <laughs> but I was desperate, so I was gonna, I was gonna take it. Just a little were you, were you one of the people that was just like, I don't know? No, definitely. I mean, I think that that's quite a very natural reaction to have, considering how much people love the first one. Yeah. I knew that the, he would get such a world of shit too for it. I knew that yeah. they would go after him on the I internet. Did, and it I would did be the that's first the thing, like, of many battles. Like yes. But you know what? Yeah. Ultimately, most of that shit turned around. I can't it say did all because not every moment rules. But most <laughs> of it, most of it really turned around. Like I, I would read. Oh, shit, yeah, well, Flanagan back. Um, I would read stuff from people who would bag on the idea up until the movie came out, and then would turn around and whatnot. And, and I'm the kind of guy with the, with the elephantine ass and the elephantine memory where it's like I remember that this dude fucking didn't like it or was bagging about it and now came on board. It's funny how people did did kind of turn around. I guess that's a testimony to the movie and the performances in it. Yeah, well. Did you say elephantine ass? Elephantine. Elephantine. I have an elephantine ass, sir. <laughs> I thought you were saying like today an ass and it ain't pussy. Oh, like the taint? Um, the last shot. <laughs> yeah, let's end on taint. But no, we still have all the credits. We got to talk through oh, all the credits right. too. Oh god! And wrap up <laughs> Five and get closing thoughts. Mm-hmm. So Moj, your closing thought. I would just like to say that I love this. Of I, this is my favorite shot in the movie after the spit shot. Yeah. And you I said love this, this was show. one of those scenes that you had before you even wrote the script. You had this for in mind. years, yeah. yeah back when before I wrote Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, I knew that the movie would end this way. Man, this shot couldn't have turned out better. And I didn't even have Grace in mind. My mom, you know, is the milkmaid at the end. She just happened to be in Jersey at the same time, so it kind of worked out. With that outfit? With roughly the same outfit. And I mean, yeah, it's a tracksuit. She's a tracksuit kind of gal. Um, busted Flanagan in there. And getting a little Flanagan rocking in there. If I ever make a movie, I'm going to say cast in order of importance. And then I'm going to put the cast that I think is most important. So your one and only movie that you'll make? That will alienate people more than me going like, if you're alone watching this, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> should make for a good commentary track. <laughs> Most closing thoughts. Um, it was, it was, it was. A, I didn't know that we could have. I mean, it was a great experience, and I think the movie turned out great. You know, so it it pretty much ruled. Every moment. <laughs> Almost every moment. <laughs> uh, Muse. I loved it. Did you? I enjoyed. I, 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 I don't life. think I ever got your full opinion on the on the whole on the oh, your opinion on the full you movie. You don't really talk to me that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, horseshit. So. Um, what do you feel about the whole movie? Not just um, not just our stuff. I love it. I love. I was fun making it, and I and I like the movie itself. It's really good, and I think uh, it's beautiful. Keep it in context. What's your favorite movie of all time? In the whole world. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a, this movie. 
<laughs> Say um, Alexander. <laughs> no, I don't really. I don't think I have a favorite movie of all time. I, I like all types of movies, but I, I, I really do. I'm not even kidding. I like it. I'm not just saying that to you because you're my buddy. I do enjoy watching it. Like I could see. I could watch this movie when it more than once. Like I don't mm -hmm. watch our other movies more than. <clears throat> Not even Jet Top Bob Shark Back. I think that's a well, no, I've seen it. I mean, I've watched it a couple, but it's but there's a lot more me in it. I don't like really watching myself, mm -hmm. but I like the movie overall. Some would argue there's a lot Bill more Farrell of you in this movie because you take off all your gear. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I don't mind seeing that. It's but it's in and out with me in this sort of like the first one, right? But I'm saying I, I haven't went back and watched Clerks in a long time. The Mallrats, like I've seen them probably all maybe twice. But Less was more. I remember when I gave you the script, you were like, we're not in it a lot. But actually, I think we're in it just the right amount mm -hmm. in this movie. We don't want to overkill because mm -hmm. no one knows it yet, but there's going to be three more Jay and Bobs. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob strike Clips back three. yet again. And Dogma 7. <laughs> and I would Believe me, I, I, I would sequelize every one of my movies if I could. But I have I, I got to grow, I guess. That's what they keep saying. <laughs> That's what Ed Cool News <laughs> That's what I read on Ed Cool News and just heard no. from my wife. Um... <laughs> Speaking of which, closing thoughts for you, Jennifer. I'm just glad that it went as well as it did for you. You had such a good time. I did. The I entire, had a fucking blast. The entire shoot and afterwards, everything has gone so well. The whole thing so. was just a series of goddamn blessings. It, it right. really was like, I've said it before somewhere else, I think in the docs, one of the five smartest decisions I ever made was to make this movie. I loved it from beginning to end, from pre-pro on. It was just mm -hmm. all the way to release, all the way after release, right to the commentary track. Loved it so much. But thank you for that. So sweet. I'm going to throw you a bone later on. Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Uh, I, for me, I can't remember the last time a decision turned around so much on me. Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't even think you know, and we've talked about it, but honestly, you don't know how close I came to not doing this. Oh, I imagine. Like, like I, no, I, 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 really was, I was aware know. of how, how upfront you were, so I imagine you were actually being polite to not show the full hand. There, there, were, there was a long time in there, especially when it pushed a few times. There mm -hmm. was a long time in there where I, I just was really going to bail out on this. And in hindsight, it was really, it really turned me around. It's like basically I kind of caved into doing it because I was the holdout. Right. And I was going to just do it to make all of you happy. <laughs> And I didn't care if I was unhappy doing it. I just wanted you guys to get what you wanted out of it. But I've really completely turned around and seeing it. And I, it, it's one of the best things I happily decided to do. And I'm completely 100% turned around. And I'm sorry I even spent this amount of time questioning it. So, do you, um, Does it make you rethink heterosexuality? Because at this point, you're like, well, that seemed like a good idea. but You know, now <laughs> that you think about it. Like if Jay comes up to you and he's like, I like you. Let's do this. <laughs> well, with that line, who can say no? I mean, <laughs> Brian, you go last, sir. Wow. Uh, you know what? I got to say from uh, 13 years ago till now and all the rides that we've taken uh, in all the movies, that this was far beyond the most fun I've had. Uh, with these characters, with you, with everybody, it was just, like you said, we couldn't have had any more perfect, happy circumstances happen along the line mm -hmm. to make this film as funny as it turned out, more so than anything just on a page by itself was. Mm -hmm. Like Everybody pulled together, and and, and you know what? They jokingly like, oh, when we were on this press tour, is there going to be a Clerks 3? And we're like, oh, no, why poke the bear a third time? But you know what? I'd be all in favor for a third one. 
Yeah, I think I think somewhere in my forties, I would definitely like to revisit. So hopefully, if I don't get a heart attack, uh, don't get too excited about what I just told you, kid. <laughs> now that I know you're in, don't sir. get too excited. Now I could spin you on any issue. I feel. And let's all say goodbye, Rosario. She couldn't make it, but she was wonderful in the movie. Big applause for her. Thank you for watching. Thanks for sticking by us through all this Viewersk Universe stuff, and uh, we'll see you somewhere down the road as well. Thank you, crew. Go buy shit. <laughs>